What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child. This is KGB. What up, is DJ EFN. And yo, this is Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. Yo. Oh, I heard the sound effects. Nice. <laughs> Shit's popping, right? Step our game up. Yeah. I believe in science. <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. Yeah. So I got I, so I wanted to jump in because I want I want your perspective on on something here. Uh let's talk about lying a little bit. <laughs> I don't lying. believe in lying. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been Overall, my kid is a great kid. He's a good kid. You know, I think all kids are now they test the waters with what they can get away with. And I'm just trying I'm trying to figure I'm trying to figure out like what's going through his mind, because I've noticed as of late, like he's starting to lie a little bit. Like, for instance, he he was at this basketball camp the other day. And um, yo, we getting serious. We're doing camps and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. He's into Woo! it. Love it. So, so I talked to him this morning, and and um, and he's just kind of giving, telling me what happened, what was going down, and then he said something about like he dropped a sandwich, his sandwich on the floor, and then he picked it up, dusted it off, and ate it, and all the kids were like, you know, something like that. And then he started saying, and then yeah, then the kids said for me to lick the ground and. And then this kid came over and tried to, you know, push me down and make and 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 you know put my head towards the ground. And I, and I was like, wait a second, Did, rewind. What exactly happened? You, you, know, you was getting like, you was getting tight. You was getting tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, hold on. What 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 exactly tra- happened here, right? And I said, did, you, did you lick the ground, right? <laughs> and he, so I'm just, goes, I'm just picturing your face. You're like getting crazy eyes. Like, I'm about to set it on this little dude, son. And and he's going. Uh, and we've had this conversation with before, where it's like, don't be scared to tell us the truth, even if you're going to get in trouble. Uh, you know, we we have to be able to trust you. Like we. We can't. We we're not going to put up with lying. We got to be able to trust you. And if we can't trust you, you're going to lose privileges on things because we just don't know what the deal is, what's going on. So he's going, uh, and then and then it kind of diverted, and uh, and then he said something about this kid. The same kid started fighting his friend, and it turned into a different story, and and then I don't know, it just turned into something else, right? And I go back and I'm like, well, wait a second. Did this kid really do this to you? And he says, no. I said, so you just lied about that? Like we were going to have to ask his dad, you know, what was up with, you know, what's going on with that? 
And and he goes, well, my, you know, I was just mad at him for messing with my friend. Um, but it was just a weird, convoluted story. I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to believe at that point. Hmm. And I've had this happen a couple times where I feel like I'm getting one story, and then all of a sudden he changes it and like admits, like, okay, this is what, it, and it's not anything crazy or crucial, but at the same time, it's this is where it all starts, right? It's like, at right. least in my head, I'm thinking, shit, man, this is where all this kind of stuff starts. So if we don't figure it out now, I don't want it to snowball into crazy shit down the, down the line. So I'm, I'm a little perplexed at, at how to keep approaching this as a, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to like enforce, be like the enforcer on lying because then he's just going to, it turns into a different thing where it's like a consequence. And then, you know, it, I don't know if it really has that much impact at that point where if it's consequence after consequence, and then it just becomes like a routine type thing. Like, I really want to get to the root of, yo, dude, you don't have to, you don't have to lie. You got to be able to trust us and we got to be able to trust you. And I'm a little, I'm a little confused as to how to go, how to go about that. What's his, what's his reaction? Like when you kind of like tell him, you kind of know, you know, he's, He's lying. He usually gives it up once we know that we're like, dude, you're. <laughs> I already know Kay's like, nah, dude. <laughs> you know, then he'll 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 come clean, and yeah. then then it's like, well, why did you just lie? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I hate that answer. So yeah, man. Know, that shit would bother me because that I, I'm afraid of that happening for me because I think I'll just like my reaction. Like I can't stand when. When people lie about things, especially dumb things. But I think the thing with kids, and I mean, I'm sure Manny's going to have more experience, of course, than I would. But I would imagine that there's also a part of their them kind of like exercising their imagination. And so they're kind of exercising it by telling you a story. So it's kind of like a positive thing in the sense that kids have imaginations and they can think these elaborate storylines up. But then they're like testing it out on like you where it's like kind of inappropriate because it's scaring you or freaking you out about something that might have happened to them and then you you don't know if they're lying or not does that make any sense yeah i get it i mean because it's definitely there's definitely some weird story making going on for right. sure on, with some of these instances and again it's not like it's it's not like he's trying to get away with something it's more it seems more just like fear of getting in trouble or but this last one was kind of strange because it was you know he started with this story and then it diverted into, you know, on behalf of his friend, he made up the story. You know what I mean? I'm like, could it, could it just be, and to, to East point, that's kind of what I was thinking. It's like, maybe there is some sort of, I'd say unintentionally t intentional kind of entertainment. Right. Cause like right. he's kind of crafting a story, not with the intention necessarily to lie but he's like going off on a tangent and then the shit yeah, just and you're snowball. like a test audience <laughs> right yeah that's true because because with my kids i've found that to kind of be the case even though i would question them and it would frustrate the hell out of me like yo why why all right we we established that this is bullshit now why do you feel the need to bullshit us right and the answer has always been i don't know i don't know <laughs> right and then <laughs> And I'm like, no, that's not acceptable. I'm scared like, of that. You got to uh, dig in and figure this out. I think like, I'm going to go off on my daughter if she said that. Well, you probably will because it was worse with the oldest and it's gradually gotten better with the rest of the kids because we learned from the first one, all right, 
this doesn't really get to anything that we need to worry about in the longer term. Right. But they really just don't have they don't have enough, I guess, understanding of what they're thinking to to translate it. Right. Like for them, it's just like all this shit's happening. And then when you ask, like you question why they can't be like, well, shit, the reasons are blah, blah, blah. For them, it's just like verbal diarrhea. And then they move on to the next thing. I, I would I would worry. I have the same worry, which is can this be the jumping off point to something completely off the rocker down the road? So you kind of do have to check it. I think you should impose some sort of consequence, but I think you should do it like with the strike three rule. That's when the, the consequence kicks in, mm-hmm. right? Versus every time this happens, there's a consequence. Right, because right. you just don't want it to become this mundane thing of, right. and then the consequences don't mean anything after a while. Right, and, and it's and the consequences don't necessarily have to be like a punishment per se, but it's right. like, all right, well, you were gonna let's just assume you were gonna play video games for a half hour. Now we're gonna sit here for a half hour and try to work through what you might be feeling or thinking, which probably gonna be torture for the kid. But like, you're really trying to get somewhere for him to understand or give you some sort of rationale as to why this shit has happened. So with your oldest daughter, were you able to sniff out the bullshit pretty quickly or did it come in stages of Um you mean like could we tell she was bullshitting us or yeah, could we put, yeah. yeah, we we could tell very quickly. Um and, and I think you guys, I mean, you I'm sure can K and E, I'm not worried about you guys cuz for us what we've found is that balance of street smarts and book smarts, the shit helps you I'd say 90% of the time sniff out whatever they might be concocting. So I, we weren't worried about that part. It was the other piece, like why this is happening. Right, right, right. right. And, and in many cases, we found it to be, like she didn't say, but we would infer based on how things progressed, it was it was out of fear of, she was kind of masking something else. You know, so like for instance, if she came and she was like, um... She would like, <laughs> she would try to defer attention to something else when she might have like, I don't know, dropped juice on her shirt, right? She'll put the shirt in the in the, in the laundry bin. She'll go off to some other shit, and then we catch her doing that thing, and it was her trying to move the attention away from the more what she thought was serious thing, which is staining her shirt. Right. I'm also trying to be careful of not leading the witness on <laughs> on some of this shit as well because. You know, it, all of a sudden, it comes the, the convo will come to a standstill, and and then you have to kind of force feed to get it going back. So you know, well, did you do it because of this, or did you do it because of that? And then uh, you, then it's like, damn, am I just giving him these different options that maybe none of them were true, and he's just going with one because he wants to get the conversation over? You know, that kind of thing. I, I think initially that's okay because yeah. you you start to give him a sense yeah, of. You have to- how you to, to think do about something. It. Right. But then you got to kind of take the training wheels off and be like, all right, well, that shit's not flying no more. Let's, let's use your own thinking now. And what about your son? Is he, oh, has that he kid, started that kid's doing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he, um, he's, he's gone down that path and, and we're kind of in that right now. Very similar to, you know, what you're going through. It's he's, the consequences are working. Is what I would say. So like, he he un- and my shit. I go kind of psycho sometimes, where I'll be like, I'm gonna throw away ten of your favorite toys or some shit like that. 
And in some cases, I'll have him grab, like, if it's something extreme, I'll have him grab one, him take it to the trash can and toss it himself. Oh, shit. Not, okay. not 10. Yeah. But, you know, do that once, and they know not to pass that line no more, usually. So we haven't had to go that extreme with him, but, um, but he's, he's understanding. He's either elevating his, his connivingness okay. or, or he's just, you know, avoiding that whole shit in, in its entirety. Maybe it's just like seeing I would be worried or I would try to take note of the repetitiveness of it. Yeah. It's something that's repetitive. And then, you know, what how if it keeps evolving into more and more serious lies. Like it worries me because I have grown ass friends that we all know are huge liars. And it's just like, fuck man, we can't believe anything that comes out of their mouth. And I would hate for my child to be like that person. Yeah, know? yeah, for sure. So that there has to be, you know, you you, you kind of do have to uh, nip it in the bud. Right. <laughs> <laughs> as, soon as, it hap- as soon as you start to see it. But, but yeah, I guess if you come on too strong and... A.K.A. nip it in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> you want to correct that? Nah, it's all good. Um, yeah, because... It, my, I'm just worried about my anger towards feeling that my daughter's lying because I feel like I'll overreact. I'll be like that CIA interrogator and I'm like, nah, we're not leaving here. Like, turn turn off the lights, have the one light over her head. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and we're going to get to the bottom of this right now. <laughs> Yo, I mean, yeah. don't, don't be afraid of that. Like, I, I get why, right? It's obvious why. You, you kind of have, you, you can't compromise who you are at the same time, right? So, like, right. Of course, you have to do it gradually. You can't be, you can't treat that first explosive like potential lie into an interrogation of like an adult, right? But you you kind of have to find that middle ground because at the same time you don't want to take it all away away from who you are because then you're not gonna there's not gonna be that that seriousness that she needs to hear and that you need to express because mm-hmm. trust me, like I I'm the extremist. So take it from me. Don't be like me and go fucking AWOL. But you, if you don't, you feel like you, there's shit in there that you still got to work out. Like you kind of have to express how serious that is to you. Because there's a ton of other shit that you're going to let slide that some other folks might take serious. Like lying or, or not having, not being able to trust your kid should be that'll, something that'll super away at you, right? Oh, man. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. yo, it's like, Yo, you know, anybody that you consider close to you, your your significant other, your parents or what have you, like that shit hurts if they you lose that trust. So right, that's yeah. how they got to kind of feel, I feel like. And and I guess it's also striking a balance, especially when they're really young, of, of again, going back to them, just flexing some like creativeness, you know, in, in imaginary fantasy, because. It's a. I think there's a difference between. Oh, today I was playing with a unicorn. You'd be like, "Motherfucker, you lying! Right, right, <laughs> you lying! Right, there ain't no right, goddamn right, unicorns." Right. Versus, oh, really? Tell me about the unicorn, and you want them to like, you know, flex that imagination. Versus them saying, you know, today I, I saw a robbery and and uh, and the can and they shot at me and I dodged the bullet and then and then this kid got got smacked over here and then you'd be like, "What the fuck is going on, right. <laughs> honey? Get the strap." <laughs> He's right around the corner. It's an Asian man. He just kept me running around down the street. Go get him, Dad. It's fucked up. 
I don't know why I threw an Asian man. <laughs> I can tell you. So, like, if if you take that that same example, right, and you 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 look at it from the other perspective. So, my oldest, my daughter, from the Asian man's perspective. <laughs> yeah, from the Asian man's perspective. <laughs> so, my oldest, she's like I said, she's twelve. She uh, she's in six. She just finished sixth grade. We have the utmost trust in her because she's proven you know, where it counts that she can be trustworthy. So, but we still were obviously, you know, paying attention to different signs and things just in case she falls off. And And this is from the guy saying that women are conniving, that girls are conniving. (laughs) Yes, that's that's him. That's me. So we're still peeping her just to make sure, you know, shit ain't going haywire, but we have the utmost trust in her. Like we'll let her do many things that we would traditionally not allow kids to do, our kids to do. So, she, she, we got a a voicemail from her school the other day that she missed the last or seventh period, right? And, and she had already gone off to a, a pool party because they, they send those messages like at four or five in the afternoon. So she was off to a pool party of a friend. And then I had just dropped her off and then we get this call from the school. It's an automated message. Oh, your daughter had missed seventh period. I hang up the phone. And because they call all the parents, so my wife gets the call right after. I wait a minute, and I text my my wife, and I go, "Um, you get this shit?" And she's like, "I could I could see fire coming out of my phone when she texts me back." She's like, "I'm calling her right now." I was like, "Oh shit!" And then she's like, "Boom!" And then as soon as I read that, I'm like, "Wait a minute, there's got to be a excuse me, there's got to be a logical explanation to this because." We know that she's not, she's she knows we don't fuck with that shit. So there's got to be a reason that makes some kind of sense. And then I call her and I'm like, yo, chill. Let's just, let's think about this shit for a second and see if there's anything that makes sense. So we're thinking, we're thinking. And she comes up and she's like, wait a minute. She did tell me that she had to go do um, a practice for an award ceremony that they that actually happened today. And I'm like, wait, that makes sense. Because that's around the same time as that that missed period so i'm always texting my, my daughter blah blah she's out you know in the pool whatever and then a few hours later my daughter calls her and my wife is calm she's like hey we got this message yada yada and she's like wow remember i told you this that and the third and i was like yo we were going to destroy this little girl and thank god we thought the better of it because Again, she's proven to be trustworthy. But w- even her teacher, like my wife saw one of her teachers, and the teacher was like, uh, what period was it? And it was like, oh, this period. She, they were, oh, don't worry. Bella's excellent. She was at da-da-da-da. So-and-so saw her over there. And we're like, okay. So we back on the un- unenviable trust you know, train over here. Right. But it, you got to go through it. Like you gotta establish whether or not you'll know where those boundaries are. It's just gonna take I don't know to fucking twelve for you to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen all that often, luckily. But I'm just um, got the got the red alert <laughs> ready for that one. Cause do you guys think? And, and this might not matter, but does it help that uh, our uh, top guy of the country is a is a is is a, is a liar? You know, is is like you know, like I always think about that. I'm like, man, you know, the president oh, of the United the States, en- just the energy, the yeah, energy, the coming the, from it, the consistent, you know, the, lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no other way of putting it. You know, I don't. 
I don't care what political spectrum you're in, but the dude lies and he doesn't care. And, and you know, you got kids. I, I mean, obviously the kids aren't watching the news and are up to date on the lies, but right. I just feel like that whole vibe is like setting a terrible example for children. Because I remember seeing, I'll tell you this as, as an adult, hearing about the things that, or seeing Bush do certain things, the, the Bush the junior, mm-hmm. and then hearing about like when he was young, he did coke or whatever, and he got caught and all that stuff. And I'm just like, bro, the president of the United States did all this crap, man. Fuck this shit, man. I ain't that bad. I'm Fuck this dude, man. I'm going to do whatever I want. You know, like. I'm going like, to do a couple still, eight balls, kid. I'm just saying that usually set like the moral example of the country. Right. And, you know, they got the picture in all the kids' classes and all this stuff. Damn, yeah. is it in your kids' classes? Nah, I haven't seen I it. I haven't seen it. Nah. I haven't Fuck. Seen it. I don't but know. It's a, but it's also, you know, school wide as well. I mean, he's come back to me and and said, "Yeah, so and so told my my other friend like you should lie to your parents and tell them you're gonna go here so that you can really go to the ice cream shop and you know like like giving them information." Bro, I, like I that swore kind of you were gonna you know say because I mean? Trump does it. <laughs> nah, oh, shit. <laughs> I thought you were about to sell. Like, damn. <laughs> But so, you know, they're all talking trading secrets, trade secrets. Well, yeah, that's going to yeah. that's that's happen, happen anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. But but it's back to kind of what, what, you know, a lot of people preach, which is like the foundation is set at home, right? Right. So they're going to be influenced by a bunch of shit, but there should be kind of a moral compass established way before they, they get approached by shit like that. And then, you know, you could be like my, my dad was. He'd, he'd fucking pull up next to the school hide out like a detective and see what the fuck we was up to, see if we was doing what we were supposed to be doing. Or you could just, you know, trust the kid and hopefully nothing nothing wild happens. But the middle ground is the best. You kind of do a little I, bit of both. I feel that the parents' consistency will outlive the stages and hopefully will, you know, kind of like win in the end. Right. Hopefully, you know. If you're consistently smoking crack at the house, then I don't know. That you're <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> no, same kind of consistency. Definitely won't be any lying going on then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no lying. <laughs> can, can I flip it a little bit? Uh, and, flip it? You're going to flip some rocks? I'm about to flip. The, uh, so I, I told you my, my daughter had a, an award ceremony today. And we're there. And so it it works out that she's on the honor roll. And that basically means you had a 90 or above between 90 and 93 is like regular honor roll and then 93 and above is considered high honor roll. So the kids that were there from my understanding had at least a 90, right? Average for the, for the year. And there, so there's about 800 kids in the sixth grade. There were 200 and change in this ceremony, getting an award. Does that shit not sound like the numbers are not working as far as how many people are scoring 90s. Like a third of the school or fourth, third. No, it was it was about 600 kids. So about, about a third of the school of the sixth grade population has a 90 or above average. Am I wilding? Like, is it too easy or are these kids too smart? Doesn't I mean, that sound like a lot of kids? You should know what. What no, but I'm saying just the curriculum just, is looking like. For just your think, kids? think about it from when you guys went to school. Were there like, there was, was like two kids getting? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Those are the honor kids, right? It wasn't a third of the fucking school. 
I was happy to get the art certificate. Like, look, I got the art certificate. I'm killing the game. I got but something. Look, <laughs> but if you look at it from 200 out of 800, that's still not a lot. 200 out of 600 is, right. is roughly what it is. But it's a third. That's a that's a 30, 30 some odd percent. That's a lot of fucking kids that are in the 90. Again, 90 is not supposed to be that easy to obtain. So I don't know if the curriculum, and there's always been this, this debate, at least since my kids have been in school, like the core, the common core. has they, have the, they still have the leave no kid behind program shit where they kind of like push them through. Oh, that's always been. I mean, they they try. No, no, that's since Bush. He yeah, did, yeah, yeah. created that. They, they, I mean, I've seen it happen. So they do make exceptions for kids and that kind of thing. I mean, how long does it take your daughter to do, a, do her homework? Have you seen the homework in a while? I've yeah. yeah, I've I've looked at it and I you know I we we test her every now and again, and, but it's hard for me to know what the difficulty level should be because I already know most of what she's going through as far as right. you know the education. I don't remember when I fucking learned it, nor do I have anything to compare to as far as like all right sixth graders here versus I don't know what other state Massachusetts is it the same shit. So I was just blown away. I was like, this doesn't make... And I'm looking at my wife like, what the fuck? Are they just giving these kids 90s? Or is well, this you're, in a good, you're, you're in a decent school district too, right? I am. I am. I didn't necessarily consider that piece too. But I don't know. It just, it, you're being it selfish, me. I think. You just want your kid to be the one. <laughs> no, I'm the one that's like, come on. That shit, you didn't really get that. Come on, how'd you get that shit? You, you're just thinking everyone gets a trophy. Yeah, you're looking at someone's <laughs> kid shit. saying that kid looks dumb. That's fucked nah, up. Nah, nah, Yo, stop fucking that me. That kid look like he don't know nothing right there. <laughs> nah, nah. I think it just, I think maybe it stems from the whole, this whole new thing, like everyone's a winner type. You know, that a lot of team sports, schools, like they give everyone right. some kind of award no matter what now so like that no one gets their feelings hurt or, you know. So what do you what do you guys think about that? that Suppose that's not good. I hate I hate that term. Yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not down with that. I mean, but it also depends on like what the hell. Like sometimes they're just giving doing awards and doing stuff just for the sake of it, and that's not good either because then you're like instilling this this kind of I'm better than you and competition and some in in the kids that they don't even need it for I mean it's for dumb shit you know right but, um, yeah I don't know I, but I, mean, I think everyone to get something all the time is I mean there's got to be there's got to be a time where the where kids learn like all right you know if you work harder at something then you're you're gonna reap the rewards a little bit more you might not be the best at this particular task and it's okay to not be the best right you know so i think kids need to learn that for sure there's there's definitely been i don't know what comedian but they it seems like we're some comedian said we're raising pussies like (laughs) (laughs) yeah i forgot what comedian said that some comedian said that but it is it does seem like it's a generation of like babying kids like you know like i saw something on the news they're talking about young kids committing suicide which Obviously, I nobody wants that, but you know now they're analyzing like psychology and you know uh, depression and all this stuff. And I'm just like, bro, nobody was fucking giving a fuck about me when I was a little kid. And I was going through some shit. They just mm. man up and fucking do it. And it's also this idea of just like celebrating the mundane, some of the mundane stuff. Let's just like so. For instance, my 
my son finished kindergarten and some of the parents, they were talking about, oh, let's get him cap and gowns, you know, and graduate. I'm like, they're not graduating. <laughs> you know, I'm, for, for they're finishing they're the coloring in, book. They're, they're going, they're going into first grade. Right. So we, we didn't, didn't take, did we not talk about this last episode. I don't remember. I definitely don't believe in the graduation yeah. for every, oh, I was talking about it with my, with my okay. girl. She so was surprised that, that I didn't have graduations in elementary and junior. I'm like, no, man, we have no fucking graduation. Yeah, so, I mean, we we didn't partake in that. And then and my son wasn't really too stressed about that. But he was also saying, like, hey, aren't we going to celebrate my, you know, he kept saying graduation into yeah, high five. first grade. I'm like, I'm like this, you know, I'm proud of you for getting into <laughs> first grade, but that's what you're supposed to do, right? <laughs> it's not like you're going to get something yeah. Uh, every time there's some kind of milestone completed because this is just part of what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Earn your shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not with that cap and gown shit, man, for, for every fucking... Fuck that shit, man. That's but, dumb. So you had you had, <laughs> you had a cap and gown graduation of eighth grade and then high school? Was that how no, it No, I, I didn't even have that. Oh. No, I didn't have any of that. No, the only thing we had, and I was telling my girl, because she couldn't believe it, and I had to hit up one of my boys that I grew up with to confirm it, um, is that we had just school dances when it like if you were leaving elementary school we had a school dance, mm. leaving junior high we had a school dance, and then the only graduation was high school. And I didn't even get to fucking do that because I graduated in night school. Oh shit! My graduation was walking into a room and they're like, "Here's your diploma," and shake my hand. Congratulations! I'm like, "Yeah, fucking." That. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took it to my mom. My mom saw adult education on the certificate she beat me with it <laughs> she was so disappointed <laughs> where's the viral video of that we need that said better than better than nothing <laughs> right but anyways the point is is that i think yeah the great look high school it should be like everything up to high school and then you graduate high school right. and now even that doesn't even seem that special anymore because like bitch you better do some other education after that if you want to do something Speaking of, are you guys saving for your kids' college? Um, I mean, I'm getting myself into that right now. Uh, yeah, so we no. started one. We started one of those. What's what's that? Five twenty nine. The, the fund. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm doing the Florida prepaid thing. I'm gonna do. You gonna you gonna lock her into Florida schools? No, supposedly you get the money back if you don't go to Florida. Oh really? Like a Florida school, mm. but it's the thing is I'm there's so many options and I'm just, and everybody in Florida that I know like that have kids are like just do that. That's like the simplest thing to do. And I could do other things too, but I'm gonna do that as well. Hey, you mentioned your girl was mad at you for something. something. Oh, she was mad at me because she said last episode, I said that when my daughter sleeps, she builds up the energy to get, you know, more the battery cranky. And she's like, <laughs> "Why are you making our daughter out to be a demon?" And I'm like, and she hates it when I play around. And I say she's a demon uh. spawn. Well, She's like, I you're mean, putting the devil in there. And... All, all of my kids have been, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like, yo, I'm just playing. Do you really think I think she's a demon spawn's going <laughs> to levitate and her head's going to rotate in <laughs> 180 degrees? Like, no. A cute little demon spawn. <laughs> <laughs> you about to hit that couch, B. Yeah, I know. I hit it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Drink Champs. <laughs> Drink Champs Army. <laughs> Make some noise. <laughs> so it feels like a slow dad news cycle week. <laughs> well, how was your father's day? Oh shit! Of- That's right. <laughs> That's true. 
I spoke at uh, a conference. Well, this is your first Father's Day, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, it's my second because she oh, okay. was born the 9th of uh, May. Okay. But last year doesn't really count. Got it. Okay. This is my first. And it was 50% terrible day. <laughs> Doing sick? adult fatherhood shit. Like, I got to, like, oh. just getting shit in the house together was all. Whatever. Just crap. <laughs> yeah. You were at the conference, Manny? Yeah. So I was at the father. The- fatherhood faith conference in, this is uh, a religious thing no it, it's not but it was it's more like <laughs> why having, do you say it like that because that's, that was the title of it um but you, what you have faith in being a father have faith in your father basically is kind of the, uh, the, okay. the thing but uh yeah it was it was catered to um toward like the the daughters really so fathers and their daughters and the importance of of a male role male model model in their lives it was cool. It was the first one that um, this uh, lady, uh, Cornetta Murray, shout out to her, uh, put on. And she invited me to be one of the panelists. We had a great panel. Um, her daughter was one of the panelists. And we have, uh, I mean, real estate investor, a, b- a bunch of different folks on there. And it was cool. Um, we talked a lot about different things that impact fatherhood as it relates to you know your kids and specifically daughters. And it was cool. We did it out in Queens, uh, Jamaica, and I uh, look forward to to working with those folks again. It was it was a nice out outing. It was a good attendance. Yeah, I mean it was like a, it was her first one, so she started off with right. a small room at the Queens uh, Youth Justice Center, and um, yeah, at the end of it, you know, it was pretty packed, considering. So nice. Yeah, it was cool. I had my fatherhood shirt on. Shout out to the Wave, the Rockland County newspaper. I'm uh, sorry, Rock, Rock Away newspaper that was there covering the event. Oh, I thought the Rock was in the building. The Rock, yeah, that's what they call it too. So it was cool. And then Father's Day, we just ate. We got to shout out Nori for rocking the fatherhoods too. Oh, word! On Father's Day, he rocked it on Father's Day with uh, hanging out with Khaled and busting those guys. Yeah, those nice. guys. <laughs> Salute. I don't know what's so funny there, but okay. No, you made it sound like it was nothing. It's just like hip hop royalty we're talking about. No, nah, yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> On you. Man, you're a weird guy, man. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Put the digital sounds right now. <laughs> All right, guys. I think uh I think we're spent. Right. Wait, we the K didn't tell us how his father's day went. And you didn't even tell us that was on Father's Day where you did, Manny? No, nah, it was the day before. Yeah, neither of you guys said. <laughs> I just said mine was no, 50% I, terrible. I just ate. We just ate, and uh, that was it. I mean, it was it was nice. It was just chill. And Kay was, what were you doing, I was, I was, Mom was chill. Actually, I had a better day on the Saturday. Sunday, both my son and my wife weren't feeling all that great. So it was kind of like, yeah, just staying around the house and. That kind of thing. Do they usually like go all out for Father's Day? Um, I'll answer that for you. No, because that's what Mother's Day is for. You go all out for Mother's Day. Father's Day is, uh, you know, scumbag holiday. Nobody gives you a seen shit. Fifty rant about that. Fifty posted <laughs> nah, something. I did it ranting like... about yeah how fathers <laughs> don't get crap on Father's Day. <laughs> Mother's Day is all it's all out for Mother's Day. Yeah. I feel like there's always been kind of something going on during Father's Day. The that's, past couple of years, that's how either like you personally or in life. No, nah, for me, personally, like either uh, like my wife had been traveling or 
um, we had to go somewhere and like drive back on that day. You know what I mean? That kind of right. thing. So, um, yeah, but I made up for it on the day before. So it was cool. Cool. Nice, man. Can't yeah. wait to can't wait till next Father's Day. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> oh, here's here's my last question before we sign off. Uh, the episode last episode E with Wes Jackson mm-hmm. when we we're talking about being emotionally available. We never got your answer. I know you have right. a, a a young one right now, but I mean, do right. you feel that you have that capacity to to be that yeah. be emotionally available with her when when she starts talking more and just kind of absolutely I, I yeah I, I definitely i feel that i do i know there was something from that episode i even told manny that was striking a chord with me and i and i didn't want to really like i was iffy about jumping in on the convo i forgot what it was about me too didn't yeah but will uh, you cry will you cry with your kid that's yeah, what i don't I could look at my daughter right now, and if I start thinking just in general about life and her, I'll freaking start bawling. That, that actually, I, th- I think it's less about crying. I mean, that whole being emotionally available is less about crying. No, no, it's, it's just in general. Course. It's just, yeah. it's just, yeah, you able to make to that just connection with the make that connection, bring yourself down to 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 a certain level. Yeah, just I get it. I, I mean, it's hard to explain it, but I get it, and yeah, I definitely. I feel that I'm trying. I try. I think that I, I do have the the uh, ability and and uh, and I want to do, to be that way for her. But yeah, but there was something we were talking about. I don't know if it was about arguing or oh oh the brutality kind of pat that that screaming at kids, um, passing along some of the yeah yeah like it struck a chord with me and I was I kind of got quiet in that. I mean I was kind of quiet when he was talking in general, but at that. I was like thinking, ah, oh, do I want to say something? And it and it struck a chord with me because I was thinking about when my pops was always like wilding out in the house, you know, the times that, that my parents were trying, you know, were together when I was around. And it was all, you know, real scary for me. And he was, you know, whether it be alcoholism or flashbacks from the war, or, you know, just him dealing with war stuff and, and them just not getting along. It was just and just Cuban Latin household when you know arguments are gonna get crazy anyways. And just remember how scary that was for me as a kid. And then I know that I have a temper. And sometimes when me and my girl argue, it flares up. Yeah. You know, definitely never in a violent way physically, for sure, never that. But I know that um vocally you can he he talked about this. Right. Vocally, it could be violent in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, even facially, like I remember when I was a little kid and my mom used to make, my dad was the original person that I would call this, but when it was just my mom and I, my mom used to make this face and I used to tell her to remind her that it's reminding me of my dad. I used to be like the monster, the monster, (laughs) you know, and that's what I used to call my dad. You you had mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I would tell him the monster, the monster. I think I probably overplayed it sometimes just so she would calm down and not be (laughs) mad at me. But, you know, it, it, really young, I really meant it like I was scared, shitless. And so I'm worried about my daughter um, seeing that in me and and and, and kind of, you know, just being scared of me at some point. Because sometimes I, I do have like this, an anger issue sometimes. Again, it wouldn't be violent physically, but I know it's there, um, you know, whatever. 
verbally it could be or emotionally i could i could even just not even say anything and i know that i can have this fucking face of like yeah like rage in my face and it's something that i kind of want to you know work on for her more than anything else and and i when he was talking about that it, it struck a chord with me and i was just like oh man like i was got all pensive about it and then thinking about like where it came from mm. i was like ah shit man like i want to yeah. make sure I, I put it and, and my and whatever i'm just gonna speak for myself i'm not gonna speak for anybody else but yeah i gotta definitely work on it yeah kids pick up i mean it, that's kind of verbal stuff kids scare the shit out of kids i'm, I'm yeah. terrible i guess I'm if they're terrible. around it long enough they might get used but then you don't want them to but you don't right well it depends like i have this sorry manny but i have this friend which i won't name but um and and he he has like he he has like these crazy outbursts they're not they're not violent or nothing like that but he like curses a lot and he'll even curse his kid he'll be like he'll be like what the fuck is wrong with you now you fuck it but he's not like really mad mad but it's like i don't know it's i can't really explain it and I've, I've, I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh man, this is a little crazy. But uh, it seems like his son, his son is such a good kid, and he, and and my friend's like, kind of like, uh, he's got a quirky sense of humor, and he, and and so his son's kind of like him, and it feels like his son has like gotten used to his dad, mm. where his dad's outbursts do not stress him or bother him. He's just like, that's dad. Like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be like sometimes I play Xbox with my friend, and sometimes he'll have his son play. And his son will do something dumb in the game that we're playing. And be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, you just got me fucking killed. And I'm like, yo, this is a kid's like know, 11 <laughs> years old, 10 years old. I don't know. What and I'm just like, oh, man. But his kid's like, and I've seen it in person. His kid just, it's like, it it's like, whatever. It's like, whatever, dude. Like, that's dad. He's crazy. <laughs> so I don't know. Do kids like, you know, I don't know. Will that affect him later? Will it, will he just be like, that's dad? You know, I don't know. That's that's one of my biggest fears. It's like I, I have the same temper called issues, but I've seen them dissipate substantially throughout throughout the years. And and I owe it to and I tell my oldest this all the time, like for better or worse, I learned most of that with her because she was the, my first experience with the kid. So right. now it's to a point and I still have it still happens where I like get pissed and you can physically see me really upset, scary. And I've I've chosen as often as I can actually control it just to walk away, walk away. It, it's weird for the kid, but it's I think it's less damaging. But then I come back and kind of explain why I did what I did and explain why I got upset. But calm and civil doesn't always work. But right. but that's my that's the You're strategy I aim something. I aim for. Yeah, because the heart like you see the horror in their face. And that's and that moment, I snap right back, and I'm like, "Fuck!" And I kind of just, you know, try to do my best to do damage control, but it's it might be already too late. No, so, yeah. And that's and that's the fear. It's like, does this cause something that they have to deal with down the road? It's creating imprints, is what I the way I look right. at it. Like, I'll be in a in a in a rage, and I'm not telling you. And it, it might sound like I'm doing this all the time, but I don't do this all the time. But I've done it, you know, a couple times where it's already bothering me, and I'll just like. Look, I'll see my daughter and I'll just like turn it off and be like, I'll be like, ah! and I'll be like, oh, baby, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, baby. Yeah. You know, and I'm not screaming at her, you know, it's whatever. I'm either arguing on the phone with somebody or me and my girl get into some, you know, some argument. And, and it's just like, 
damn, yo, you know, we, I got to be more conscious of, of my daughter being around this. Another thing that I want to kind of ask you guys really quick when it comes to this type of stuff is, you know, I also say to myself sometimes, you know, now, of course, the rage and the arguing is kind of exempt from what I'm about to say. But coming culturally, when you come from from a, a home that culturally everything is loud, mm-hmm. where, for example, my girl, she's not Cuban and, you know, she she's Guatemalan. Um, and Native American, and and so she's not and used to, and she's from the West Coast. So when she came here, and she hears me talking with my friends or talking to my mom, it sounds like we're always arguing, mm-hmm. right? And so she's like taken back, like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like, you know what? You know, tone it down." And I'm like, "There's no toning that down. This is how we talk." So, you know, then at that, then in that, then that's something that I'm thinking about, like, you know. It is it kind of like it is what it is. Like you know, your kids born into you know into culturally into a loud home where people kind of express themselves, and it's not just being loud. Like you know, we express ourselves with our hands, so it, it looks kind of violent sometimes. Yeah. When it's not violent at all, like I could be talking and someone thinks I'm fucking irate, and I'm like, nah, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah. It sounds crazy, you know. But it's, like, it's, it's pretty easy to pick up the difference between being loud and expressive versus being angry. Like you can, at least I can feel it in in a room. Like if someone's angry versus just being loud. Right, right. But that might come with experience. Yeah, true. Too, and yeah. being around different kinds of people. And I, c- so, I, could, I could understand it from your girl's perspective why it's it's it feels negative to her because it's it's yeah. unusual for her. Right. For, for your daughter, though, that will be commonplace because not only does she experience that within your household from your vantage point, you know, from you, but around her in the community, nine times out of ten, she's going to be in environments where people are going to be interacting that way. So it's going to be, I think, pretty normal. And she'll be able to gauge real quick whether it's a bad thing or a good thing. Right, right. And it's dif- trying to differentiate, um, which I can. What the hell just happened? No, oh, there it is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just trying to differentiate. Which I feel like I can do when I'm just being normal, you know, loud, expressive E versus uh, rage, e, you know, right. rage against the machine. You know, like, right. like I can I know that difference, but sometimes other people don't know that difference. And that's the part that becomes, you know, like, I don't know, it's whatever. There's no solving that part. Just working at it. I mean, no, you can't you can't you, right. You can't solve for what other people think. Right. But but you know when you may have overstepped and then you just got to course correct as you go. Right. Right. But it's a process, Def- my friend. Right. We're definitely not solving the the Cuban problem right <laughs> now. Nah, that's just gonna, <laughs> that's here to stay. Or the Dominican problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the cultural stuff in your world, Kay, that your side of the world is pretty pretty tame? Aren't aren't they expressive? Yeah. Yeah, from let's see, so from the like Romanian side, yeah, yeah they're like, like they're kind of like yeah. I mean, my Latinos grandfather was always yelling and cursing and you know getting pissed off at people. Um, I'd say probably from the Jewish side, it's pretty expressive, right? Um, but see, I didn't have, but I also my upbringing is a little different from. I guess what I, I don't know, from a cultural household of of one of either type. So it's pretty quiet in my in my world. Yeah, it seemed like Buddha came intervened in your life and and raised you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm used to being around it. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, for K being such a calm dude, he 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 can definitely be around people who are not calm and tolerate yeah. it. No, no, to- yeah, completely tolerate it. Well, you wouldn't notice if he doesn't tolerate it. That's true. He be he be He'll probably just leave. He be back, yeah. <laughs> He'll Irish goodbye the hell out of you. Like, sure. <laughs> or the Catman. We call it the Catman. Yeah. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> nice. Yep. All right. Well, that was awesome, guys. All right. We so. solved nothing but talked about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we do here, fatherhood. That's what we do. That's it. Indeed. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back. Boom. Later, fellas. Peace. Peace.